Okay, folks, this is Early Bird Smith one more time. I'm going to talk about something. I know I usually say this, you know, but I'm going to talk about something which I think is very detrimental to the Christian life. And it is something that we need to start to exclude from the way we are living as Christians. We don't need it no more. If you say you rely on God, you don't need it. The title I'm bringing you today is Christians should stop dating of any kind and leave it to God instead. Now, hold on a minute. Before you start to get your knickers in a twist or anything like that, hear me out, yeah? Let me give the title one more time just in case you never, you didn't hear it properly. Christians should stop dating of any kind and leave it to God instead. You'll understand what I'm getting at. Because this is very serious, very, very serious thing. The first ever blind dates in the history of mankind began in Genesis chapter 2 when God formed a woman out of Adam's rib and then surprised him with her with his new helpmate. The second more pragmatic blind date we can all identify with began in Genesis 24 when Abraham's sent his servant, his chief servant, back home hundreds of miles away to find his son Isaac a wife. Can't get no blinder than that. Things could have ended there, but what happened next proves to the rest of us today that whatever we do or say, God in heaven must be involved every step of the way if things are going to succeed physically and spiritually. When this servant reached the right place at the right time, guess what he did? He put God first by taking the whole matter to the Lord in prayer. Not just any old thank you Jesus prayer, but a shopping list prayer in which he was asking God to set the scene, the time and the place and the order for him to meet and greet Mrs. Righteous for his master's son, especially considering the place where he was would be littered with women of all shapes and sizes. Not surprisingly, Abraham's servant patiently waited on God's decision to his prayer and received an answer that showed him that God took every single word he said into account. And by the end of the day and Genesis 24, he had secured a godly and patient wife-to-be for Isaac, who still did not know what God had planned for him until it was too late to do or look for anyone else. This was all right. This was a blind date of sorts. But the difference here was not only cultural, biblical, and spiritual in content, but also God's own and the work. You see the, you see what happens when you leave things to God? The only thing man had to do 
was pray and wait. I said the only thing, but waiting on the Lord is also crucial if things are expected to according to God's plan. Waiting on the Lord physically and spiritually is the key to receiving whatever it is you want from God in this life. If you do not wait on the Lord, then you get what you deserve and quite rightly so. Rushing headlong into things sight unseen without God's help makes the life you are living as confusing as hell. And it also brings about the sins of unruliness and disobedience to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not. It is sin. James 4.17 After the Lord has as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken or to listen than the fat of rams. First Samuel 15.22 Because God was put first, regardless of such an important life-changing situation where he wasn't really needed, Isaac ended up with one of the most wisest and beautifulest wife in the whole country and all because of precise prayer and waiting on God. So what are you getting at Earl, early bird? What are you on about? My point being is this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things, whatever those things may be, shall be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 31. Wait on God and you get the best. Don't wait on God and you get the worst things in life that can be shoved in your face. Are you still with me? Good, because I don't finish here. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs thirteen twelve. Is it any wonder then that many ignorant and very impatient young and old who should know better by setting the right example Christians are today hurting and suffering in silence in unwarranted and uncalled for relationships are fanky fanky dysfunctional marriages with the wrong person just because they put Lord Maman in poor position and the God of all creation they put him in a condescending second place are you one of them? truthfully here without God and for brother this and sister that who refuse to wait on the Lord and be of good courage instead of getting a wife you end up with trouble and strife and instead of a husband you end up with a husband John 15 verse 5 without me you are nothing as made very clear by the Son of God. So don't shoot the messenger. Yeah? From the start, Christian dating engagements are courtships of any nature 
or call it what you may, are deemed different in style and content because they must definitely involve God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit every single step of the way. Right up until the death we do part bits. Take it from me. And I should know. Foolish and stubborn-headed Christians engaging in dating of any kind or courtship of any nature outside the will of the living God will find it very, very hard to safely maintain any true semblance of a Christian lifestyle if you are also sleeping or fraternizing with the enemy. Why? Because you will be too busy committing sin after sin. Oh yes, you will be, trust me. Remember, no man can serve two masters at the same time, for either he will hate the one and and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. People, you cannot serve God and mammon. Matthew 6.24 And quite truthfully, quite frankly, right? When you look back at it. Most of the time in the war between the flesh and the spirit, the spirit loses hands down every single time, owing to a lack of knowledge or spiritual insight. Once again, don't shoot the messenger, yeah? But rather take heed to what God is trying to get across. You never know, folks. You might learn something. Once again, we're looking at dating as Christians and the fact that we shouldn't be doing it stop dating if you're dating stop doing it and leave it to the Lord in the book of Exodus chapter 16 to the end God provided for nearly 6 million people together as a group and individually in the dryer chip wilderness by delivering and providing them with fresh meat and freshly baked bread for 40 years until they reached the promised land of milk and honey. Now then, hear this. If God can deliver and provide for his people out of nothing all those years, what do you think he can do for you or for me in 2021? Yeah? If God so clove the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clove you? Or you of little faith, shame on you, shame. Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall I eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? When will we have children? Or when will we get married and settle down? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Fear not, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Matthew 6, 30-32 Strange, I know. But in order to receive from God as a Christian, you must give up on the things of this sinful and carnal world. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Second Corinthians 6.17 Secular dating is not for the Christian believer. 
Let me say that again, yeah, just in case it, it fall on deaf ears. Secular dating is not for the Christian believer. Separate yourself from it. Leave it well alone. You've already been told by God what to do. So separate yourself from secular dating. You know what you should be doing, but you're not doing it. Once you have become a new creature in Jesus Christ, old things are passed away and all things are become new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 No matter how fine she look and everything is in the right place or how fitty looking that t-shirt and jeans, we still have to come out from among them and separate our Christian lives from sinful ungodliness as odd as it may be. When God says don't do something, don't do it. Don't do this or don't do that. Thou shalt not this or thou shalt not that. When God speaks like this, when he's that stern and he's always passing orders over us, it is because he has something else way better in mind for his chosen people, his royal priesthood. Christians, dating Christians, should only lead on to future married intentions and should not involve into a casual relationship scenario where casual sex runs rampant. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. There are no rules against Christians dating Christians. But as far as God is concerned, let all things be done decently and in order. 1 Corinthians 14.40 And keep your hands to yourself. Don't get me wrong here, ladies and gentlemen. At the end of the day, single Christians are only humans after all. There is nothing wrong with going out to the theatre, cinema, a walk in the moonlights, a walk in the park, as long as it's not closed, watching sports or certain concerts, eating out at nice restaurants, etc, etc. But there are certain ungodly places Christian believers must steer well clear from. Just because they do it in secular society and getting away with it means that you should not be doing it as well. Without the help of the Lord, Christian dating is hard to do because you never know what is going to happen next or what is around the corner. It is a very rocky road and you will meet different kinds of supposedly holy and sanctified and washed in the blood of the Lamb, carnally minded Christian men and flirtatious Christian women you never knew existed on planet Earth. Because you are so desperate to find true love, everyone you meet on date nights will look and feel like Mr. Right or Mrs. Righteous until something goes wrong, by which time it is too late to turn tail and run. When it comes to overall dating, everyone is wearing a mask or disguise of some kind to hide the real person underneath. And Christians are no better when it comes to hiding their dirty little secrets. 
Picture this if you can, right? If Abraham's servant had picked a wife for Isaac himself, then the poor man would probably now be a single parent in the middle of divorce proceedings for who gets half of what. Once again, folks, let me stress, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33, put God first and you'll get whatever you want. Trust me, to do anything differently means that you are living in sin and disobedience. Frustrated and lonely single Christians on the desperate lookout for lust and marriage are looking for a specific type of Christian companion who clearly does not exist, but only in their tiny, shallow minds. You're looking for this kind of guy, look how tall he is and how the nose straight and how nice and light him look. You're looking for the woman who she, oh, she look great with the nice body and the big enough breasts and the swinging hips keep looking mate you ain't gonna find her humble yourself and lower your standards refrain from dating other people and give God the chance to pick and choose the right person for you instead of you fool selfishly doing your own pointless picking and choosing is it any wonder that you are now in a relationship or marriage that is not working properly? Because why? Because you stubbornly kicked God to the curb in order to pick and marry your own wife or husband. Remember this, right? If nothing else, way before creation and way before you were even a thought in your parents' minds, God already knew who you, your soulmate was going to be who you were going to marry where and when to become Mr. and Mrs. so and so Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock in the meantime you just have to go through some rubbish to get to the other side you know you have to meet some Christian men and some Christian women that make you think my god what have I got myself into here? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own what? Yes, understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. If God has got a plan for you, don't you think that plan also includes a wife and a husband or a husband? God has got a plan for you. He might not necessarily tell you what that plan is. But that life plan involves a wife, a husband, a house, a car. But they will come in due time. In the meantime, humble yourself. Seek the Lord's face while you can. Keep on praising him. You know, God will do anything for you and everything. But he will do it in his own sweet time. Don't get me wrong here, folks, once again. Forget God and go out on a secular date. Secular dates if you want, yeah. But don't expect his help or assistance when things get too hot to handle. Yes, 
I know we are told biblically to seek and ye shall find, and he that seeketh findeth. Matthew 7, 7 and 8. But in such a context, it really means seeking the face and the holy presence of the Lord. Right here, right now, I need to stress here from from and I should know from bad experience and some stupid mistakes. If God, the Creator, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, is not spiritually involved with the dating process, then things will get very difficult and very sinful. Put God first and you will get what you want in alphabetical order. Put him in last place and you will end up living a nightmare Christian life. Of, yeah, well, you know, naturally, at first it will seem as if you are in heaven, you know? But later on, you will find yourself in a living hell with no way out. You might not like what I what I'm telling you you know you might hate me for it but waiting on the Lord praying without ceasing and seeking the face of God while he may be found are several vital requirements that come with Christian dating and courtship for my faults are not your faults neither are your ways, my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. The increased use of Christian dating websites and Christian dating agencies that offer you the chance to find that one true love does not work as expected. And it never will. And it only makes God the Creator's job of finding you a wife or a husband even more harder than ever before. And all because you don't trust Him enough and cannot be asked to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Is it any wonder that you are still single and desperate? at 35 years old going on 50 when it comes yeah when it comes to serving God or mammon sad to say but mammon usually wins out when it comes to a fight between the spirit and the flesh in most cases the flesh usually wins <coughs> excuse me Taking part in secular dating as a practicing born-again Christian within such a sinful society such as ours only signifies that you no longer have confidence or faith in the overjivery to provide for you and would rather prefer to rely on the devil or your own selfish animal instincts when it comes to finding that certain Mr. Right or Mrs. Righteous. O ye of little faith, who did in the you that you should not obey the truth? Galatians 5 7. Everything you do and say as a Christian disciple should be left solely in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Even if 
dating agencies or dating websites purport to be Christian, you still don't need them. You need Jesus. As a Christian, if you really and truly wait on the Lord as you say you do, while being of good courage, then you need to start to hope and trust unconditionally that Jehovah Jireh, your provider, will present you that husband or, or wife like he said he would, like he said he will, and like he did to Adam and will not leave you alone a minute longer. When God is ready to provide you with that wife or that husband, you get it. You get that person and you will know that person. You know? I ain't gonna lie to you folks. I'm just I was just as bad as you. I've been on so many blind dates that it ended up blind eating the blind. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. You know? I meet this person, I meet that person. Every person I meet up with on a blind date was Mrs. Wright. You know, Mrs. Righteous. You know, until I get myself in a trouble. But let me tell you something. There came a point where I thought, you know what? So this. I'm done with this get blind dater. Even if I could see dating, I'm going to just leave it to God. So that's what I did. I said, Lord, it's your problem, not mine. So I didn't I stopped dating. I stopped looking around at other women or whatever. And I got myself into university. I did a whole heap of courses. I took, I took up the saxophone. I just got on with life. I became a Sunday school teacher. I moved up to Sunday school superintendent. I didn't bother myself with nothing with regards to the opposite sex. And then one day, on my weekly phone call to my mom, you know, just ringing up and talking to her, and I could hear this voice in the background laughing and joking. And I said to her, who's that person? Who's the person laughing? She said, oh, that is, um, that's Roxanne. She comes around, you know, before we have a little chat. And I said, yeah, okay, then put her on the phone. So put her on the phone and talk to her hello what's your name my name's Earl blah 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 then I says to her I know her I says to her you want to meet up so I said she said yes yeah. so we decided to go meet up outside Wood Green New Testament Church and then do what we have to do so we met and the way she came up to me bounding up to me I thought she was going to knock me down but you know I was impressed with what I saw tell you the truth and then um, we went to the cinema don't ask me what the film was because I fell asleep you know I just left Roxanne if you watch the movie and I fell asleep but hear the problem hear the thing now right I put it to God I said Lord I want to get married I want a wife I want a children I want a dog I want picket fence I want everything but only you can provide that Lord and in order to find the right wife Lord I'm not going to date nobody else no more. I'm going to leave it to you to find somebody for me. But on one condition, Lord, she must be this, she must be that. And I gave God a shopping list of the kind of wife, Christian wife I was looking for, you know? And I'm going to lie to you. But to this day, when I stand back and look at Roxanne, it's like I'm looking at myself. Because... The very things that I told God in prayer. Today, you know, she must love music. She must be able to cook. She must this and that. Everything I, I mentioned to God in prayer, 
God answered the prayer. You know, because I believed in God and I left it to God. I put God first and everything just came, you know. Finally, folks, instead of trying to figure it all out all by yourself and instead of wasting precious time physically searching for Mr. Right or Mrs. Righteous, take it to the Lord in prayer as God demands and expects you to do the countless times that God is telling his people to pray, pray, pray. Then do it. I'm sure if you wanted something else in life, a car or this and that, you'd pray for it. Pray to God. You want a wife? Pray for a wife. You want a husband? Pray for a husband. God will provide. I cannot stress enough here until I'm blue in the face. Cease and refrain from getting involved in visibly and physically dating agencies and websites. I know it sounds a bit strong. You may not like this. Quit, as a Christian, quit dating the opposite sex. Right? Forget about the... Well, you can look, yes. You can look and... You can look, but don't touch. You know? You can look, but don't go any further. Because if you take things further, then you're stepping on God's toes. You know? What you need to do is quit the dating agencies, quit the dating websites, you know, quit dating people from work or from any other church or wherever, right? And instead, take the time to concentrate on the spiritual side of your Christian life. We wrestle not against flesh and blood signifies as Christians whatever we intend to do in this life must involve us engaging in things from God's perspective. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4 24 In other words pray, pray, pray in the Holy Spirit Pray and faint not. Pray and seek his face. Ask in prayer. Pray the prayer of a righteous man or woman. Pray without ceasing. And when God notices the genuine desires of your heart with regards to obtaining a wife or husband, he will do something about it. Trust me. I left everything to God, you know, and put him first. And after a time, after a season, he provided for me. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 8, 28. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Matthew 7, 7. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if ye shall ask anything in my name, in Jesus' name, I will do it. St. John 14, 13 and 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. 
St. John 16, 23 and 24. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God. 1 John 4, 1. I just had to throw that in just in case you go dating, you know, because some of us will just brush this off. We'll forget all of this. And you go, you go out there dating and stuff. And if you're going to go out dating, at least try the spirits, you know. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hear of us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. And all things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive Matthew 21 22 be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God Philippians 4 6 let me stress again folks be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests for a wife or for a husband be made known to God finally yeah I'm coming down now yeah I'm coming down in 1 Chronicles 4.10 a desperate and frustrated Jabez called upon God of Israel saying oh that you would bless me and enlarge my territories and that your hand might be with me and that you would help or you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain and God granted what he asked for so trust me if you can pray like this for a husband or for a wife God will do it. Okay? This is Early Bird Smith signing off once again. Peace.